0: You want to create as an entrepreneur, really create a business that is not just in service to others, but also is a reflection of your highest gifting, your highest genius. And this can be really difficult to tell, but what you can do to start teasing out what your genius is, what your zone of genius is, is for a week, I want you to track all of your activities. And then on a scale from one to 10, mark whether that was giving you energy or draining your energy. So one would be, oh my gosh, this sucked the life out of me. And a 10 would be, oh my gosh, this kept giving me so much more energy. I could have kept doing it forever, except that I need to eat and sleep. That will start to really give you clues to what needs to come off of your plate first, those one, two, three, four activities and what you want to spend more of your time or focus your energy on, which is going to be those seven eight nine, ten. This is Euphoric Evolution, a podcast all about inner spiritual growth for abundance, where we bridge the spiritual into the practical, the energetic, into the physical. I'm Mikosina Jezer. I'm a spiritual teacher and oracle speaker and author, and I'm passionate about catalyzing tomorrow's leaders into consciousness and transformation. So if you're a spiritual seeker and know you're called for more, let's begin your transformation. to Euphoric Evolution, where we transform leaders from the inside out. I'm your host, Makosi Najezer, also known as the Royal Shaman. And today we are diving into the role of energy in entrepreneurship. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring up this topic is because I see so many people who are either small entrepreneurs, meaning they have a small team, or they're leading a company and Are completely oblivious (laughs) to the idea that their energy, their energetics are actually creating the experiences that they're having in business. So this results in them searching, seeking, constantly looking for new external ways to fix the problems in their business without paying much attention at all to. Their identity. So, when we're talking about the energetics of entrepreneurship, what we're really talking about is how our identity or who we believe ourselves to be in this life, in this iteration, how that actually plays a role in manifesting the reality that we experience in our business, whether that is consistent, abundant, flowing months, or our ability to create content, or the types of challenges that we deal with in our business. Now I have to put a little asterisk here because (laughs) there are some experiences that are just a part of entrepreneurship. There are certain challenges that you experience and that are there to support you in really evolving your identity. So not every problem that comes up in your business is like a red flag, okay? What we want to look at is when we are having repeated experiences or if we are having certain triggers around certain issues that come up in entrepreneurship. I think that entrepreneurship in whatever form and also the platform, the plane of business is so important, especially in this time, because number one It is very difficult to hide from yourself in entrepreneurship. In fact, all your stuff is going to come up as you build a business. So you essentially like enter yourself into this self-mastery school or this opportunity to really evolve your consciousness if you so desire. The other reason that I think that this is really important, especially as we move humanity forward is that our systems really recognize business as the plane where leadership is going to happen. I think if we are all honest for just a second, I think we can all agree that right now, government is not really leading. In fact, it's mostly large corporations in countries across the world. I don't care what country you're in. This is a common pattern. However, with some of the technologies that are on the rise, as well as some of the recent pandemonium experiences. I'm using that word. Do you mean another word, something that occurred in 2020? We are waking up to a lot and it's absolutely amazing and astounding. And I can't help but laugh to avoid from crying sometimes because it's become so obvious what isn't working, right? Whether that's on an individual level in your life, whether that is on a systemic level, right? And right now it's like this rug has been lifted and underneath there's like all sorts of dust bunnies. And most people just want to put the rug back down, but that is not what you are here for if you're watching this. Okay. So this has catapulted many of us to really embrace entrepreneurship, even if it's just something that you are doing on the side in order to express your gifts, your genius, your calling, or whether it is something that you're pursuing full time and it is your livelihood, we are all be given this opportunity, this opportunity to evolve ourselves and also move humanity forward. And I believe that through the mechanism of business, we can really make a statement. We can like plant a stake in the ground through the way we do business, the way we build our teams, the way we structure our businesses, etc. says something. It says something not only about who we are, but when we bring consciousness to it, when we bring awareness to who we are and what we're doing, we then can put a stake in the ground, put that flag down and say, hey, this is the world that we want to build. This is what we want to stand for. Instead of just copying and pasting everything that came before that got us into this situation, (laughs) right? So how does energy, specifically your identity, show up in entrepreneurship or, and why does it even matter to look inside? (laughs) I saw this incredible quote. I don't know who said it. Maybe I should have done that research before I got on here and started talking, but I saw this quote that someone said, and if you know what it is, don't hesitate to, you can correct me. It's okay. But they said that the CEO's trauma becomes the company's culture. And this is so true. You see, we will unconsciously make decisions that reinforce what we already believe to be true about the world, unless we bring a level of curiosity and examination to our perspectives, to the things that we believe, to why certain things are happening in our life, the things that are actually in our power. So the CEO's trauma becomes the company's culture happens whether it's just you as a solopreneur or you working with a team and even you as the leader of, let's say, a large corporate entity, because the things that you value, the things that you fear and so on and so forth will be reflected in the way you structure your teams, in the kinds of policies that you make, and so on, and so on, and so on. So, for women, especially, I'm going to specifically talk to women in entrepreneurship, there is a lot of challenge because so much of who we believe ourselves to be as women runs counter to what is actually going to be beneficial in business. And then sometimes we also devalue the very traits about ourselves, the identity of our femininity that actually is really conducive to business. We devalue that. So for example, what do I mean? Well, let's say that as a woman, you have an incredible gift for connection, for creating intimacy, for listening, for creating a culture where people feel like they can be themselves. That is incredibly valuable. However, so many MBAs, bachelor's programs, certifications, and even in the online space, so much emphasis is put on your ability to be very organized, be very structured, individualistic thinking, so on and so forth. And it's not that that doesn't matter in entrepreneurship. It's that more and more, we need both of those energies to be present in business. So I think probably the next episode, I'm going to dive a little bit more into the yin and yang of business, how that shows up and how you can really master this. But Just a little hint is that we want to understand what our baseline is. Like if you went to the gym, for example, and you have two arms, but you're always only working out one arm and then the other one just atrophies and is kind of useless. Well, it's going to be really difficult to build the absolute best possible House or whatever. Okay, this is not the best example, but you get what I'm saying, right? You will have one side that is overdeveloped, that you are reliant upon, and then you have another side of you that is actually detrimental, right? Because it's not being utilized at all. It's all of the pressure is being put on this other side. So that is one aspect, understanding who we are being. Are we being in our yang? Are we being in our yin? And how that affects our business. Another really important aspect that I think a lot of people don't think about whenever they are entering into entrepreneurship, as well as maintaining a business, or let's say you're in a management position, you're leading in some way, shape, or form. We also don't think about how our previous experiences with other people influence how we perceive the people that we work with, whether that's our team or our clients. One of the most common things that I see is certain patterns that haven't been resolved from your relationship with your mother or your relationship with your father and how that actually manifests in your team, in how you feel when people say certain things or do certain things and what policies are put in place because of these experiences that you had really as a child, right? Or maybe even more recently. It's something that we aren't even necessarily aware of. Another thing that is also really important to notice about our energetics is that we have in our mind what we think is the most valuable thing. Like in our marketplace, entertainment and sports are very highly valued. If you are an NFL quarterback, the amount of money that you make, even a doctor, there's a vast difference between the two. And this is not just like a you thing. This is a systemic thing. Where we as a society, we as a culture, we as different communities, et cetera, different collectives, we value things differently. So for example, we don't value caretaking as much as, let's say, creating the latest AI. Because if we did, then those who are homemakers, child care workers, teachers, et cetera, Even if you worked in a nursing home, right, those people would be paid better than an AI prompt engineer, which, by the way, I just saw some things about how much these people are going to be making, right? So there is already a market or systemic value that is placed on certain activities. And many of us, have contorted our identity to try and maximize what we who we think we have to be in order to make money. And there is no place that I see this more than in entrepreneurship where everyone thinks, oh, if I want to make money, then I have to directly sell money. And that is not true. So while we have certain systemic views and perspectives about what is valuable. The truth is, is that to individuals and to certain groups of people, what they value is different. What they value is reflective of who they are and what's going on in their reality. So quote unquote, traditionally the domestic arts have not been as valued. However, If a business understands really who they're talking to and what they actually value and speak to that, they can charge a premium for that. So, for example, in my lovely, beautiful privilege, I have laundry service every week. This is something that I highly value and pay a premium for the kind of laundry service that I have. So, they come, they pick up my laundry every week deliver it to me the next day. And really for the ability to not have to think about it, all I have to do is just make sure it's in a bag and set it outside. They can charge a premium over, let's say, just a laundromat. And to be even more precise, the owner of that business actually owns a laundromat. She owns the laundromat. Other people do come and utilize it, but she offers this service to people like me who highly value being able to like just take that off of our plate. So you want to create as an entrepreneur, really create a business that is not just in service to others, but also is a reflection of your highest gifting, your highest genius. And this can be really difficult to tell, but what you can do to start teasing out what your genius is, what your zone of genius is, is for a week, I want you to track all of your activities. And then on a scale from one to 10, mark whether that was giving you energy or draining your energy. So one would be, oh my gosh, it, this sucked the life out of me. And a 10 would be, oh my gosh, this kept giving me so much more energy. I could have kept doing it forever, except that I need to eat and sleep. I am so in it that I have to intentionally pull myself out of it. That will start to really give you clues to what needs to come off of your plate (laughs) first. Those one, two, three, four activities. And what you want to spend more of your time or focus your energy on, which is going to be those seven, eight, nine, ten 10 activities. And then maybe some of those in the middle ones are things that some of them you delegate, some of them you just suck it up because there are phases to this thing called entrepreneurship. So anyway, I hope that you've gotten some insights into how energy is affecting your business, whether that is your identity and the experiences and the traumas, et cetera, that you have experienced. Also really having insight into, are you utilizing your energy in your business? Are you building a business that's in alignment with who you truly are at your core versus just what you thought you had to do in order to make money? And Third, now you have this little tool that can help you just get some insight on your energy and where you are leaking energy, where you are spending energy on those tasks that are one, two, three, fours, and actually aren't giving you any more energy. This has been an incredible opportunity to dive into the energetics of entrepreneurship with you today. If you got value from this, be sure to like share, subscribe to this podcast to get more like this. Next up, we're going to be talking about the yin and yang energies in business and how you can wield each of those energies, become a master of energy in your business. And I will see you next time. Doodles. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Euphoric Evolution. If you found this valuable, be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. Be sure to share with someone you care about if you know they'll also find value in this episode. You can also visit theroyalshaman.com to take my free consciousness quiz where you'll uncover your current stage of consciousness, identify your current blockages and define which steps you can take next to align with your highest potential. You can also see the show notes to find our socials in euphoria.